This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Hey friends, it's Dara. I hope you had a fantastic weekend and I hope you enjoyed the May preview that published yesterday. I wanted to, for this uh, episode, give a quick introduction to it because Noah and I got into a conversation um, towards the end of our talks about the May preview special about the May movies. And he asked me a question that led into a talk where we started talking about diversity within the Hallmark community. And we talked about it for a good like 15, 20 minutes. Um, And so I wanted to offer that as its own episode, which which is what you have today. So uh, we're going to take the micro of microist breaks. And then when we come back, you're going to hear a little bit of that conversation that Noah and I had on diversity. I should specify ethnic diversity in Hallmark. So stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I also want to get get your thoughts on on this because I'm all about give me all the diversity in mm-hmm. the movies. Get, give me all the diversity. Mm-hmm. What scares me this year is we're not going to get a whole lot of diversity because of the ratings last year for the Hallmark films. Yeah, let's talk about that. With films that you love, and I I know yeah. you you really really loved, you really loved Advice to Love by. I did. That film got a 1.3. I know. Then it jumped up to 2.22, which I think is very funny because that's Danica McKellar. Mm. With you, me, and the Christmas trees. Which I'm not going to lie. That was a that was a, the strongest opening that I've seen mm-hmm. from Hallmark in a while for a Christmas movie. Then I'm like, oh, Oh, diversity is at, at, at an all-time high. You give me Tamara Morley in, in anything, and you have me sucked in. Love her. Tamara and Tia. Anything therein, it's automatically going to be watchable. Mm-hmm. Give me Peter Benson directing. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. Come on. 2.11. 2.11 for mm-hmm. that. Then I got really, really scared. And what I think Hallmark's problem is they're releasing too many movies. Because I, yes, please talk about it. On, on Friday, you, you had one at 8 p.m. on Hallmark mm-hmm. Channel. One at 8 p.m. on Saturday night. And then one at 10 p.m. 
on movies and mysteries. Right. Four movies a week. It's like, why? I I love your movies, but good God almighty. And what they're thinking is, do people really care about any of the black led movies? And yes, they do. Mm-hmm. But your problem is that you are putting too many out. Too many because movies, look, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Look, looking at what we got in one in one weekend, one weekend alone, we got three in one weekend. Open by Christmas with Allison Sweeney mm-hmm. came out on November twelfth, the thirteenth. It was my Christmas family tree, mm-hmm. and then a holiday in Harlem. Mm. I heard your in your review for that, or the like. Um... It was, it was, no, it was a, a video you did earlier this year and you, cause we, you did, it was like, what's going on with the Hallmark channel. And you talked about how Holiday in Harlem was the lowest rated movie, not just Christmas movie, but like movie of the year, right? For Hallmark yeah. channel. Yeah. Which uh, is they, sad. They, they hadn't had a rating that low for a Christmas movie in years. But yeah. what their problem is with the Christmas films is give me all the diversity because we're we're finally getting more Black-led films on Hallmark Channel. But some people don't want that, Noah. Like, I've seen where some people may think that because it's Black-led or it's maybe the whole cast in and of itself is primarily Black, then they think, oh, well, it's for black people so I don't need to watch it you know and so it's like because they don't they may have that mindset it it, of course then the numbers aren't going to go in then they're going to be like well I mean of course with the new leadership I don't think they're going to think that but then that lends itself to to say oh the the movies that are led you know that do have black leads they always end up the lowest rated no matter how good they are and it's because is because people some people may have that mindset and they're just not interested in it which is unfortunate Mm -hmm. and it's really funny that that was the lowest rated hallmark christmas film yeah because that same weekend we had one of the highest rated hallmark christmas films of the year with five more minutes yeah i mean you got nikki deloach in anything it's automatically going to skyrocket what really helped that film was scotty mccreary because that that song speaks to me because i'm 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 a country boy at heart Mm -hmm. i love me some country music Mm -hmm. give me that song with a film starring nikki delos you already have me sucked in Mm -hmm. with the black leads in films my main issue is that people do not give enough credit to what they're doing. Yeah. Because let's be completely honest. Us people do not have the right state of mind to actually think about what we say from time to time. Mm -hmm. With the black and gay led films, let's be honest. They they have been some of the best films that Hallmark has made in years. Mm. But the problem is with their 
trailers that that they put out for it, and when you put out four Christmas films, that part that hurts your film, especially. I I noticed that they always put the black films on Sunday, on Sunday night, mm, like Christmas in Harmony, um, uh, Christmas Treasure. That mm-hmm. was on Sunday, and they played a Christmas Treasure, which starred with Jordan Sparks and Michael Xavier. They put it after Next Stop Christmas with Christopher yep. Lloyd. Who- mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll. I'll, I'll tell you why I wasn't excited for it after this happened. They, they put out a very early pre- a press release saying our movies for Christmas is going to be opening with the Christmas treasure. And they, they, they did that in early summer, in early to mid-summer. They moved it for Danica McKellar. She had to hurry up and get, you know, move the GAC. Uh-huh. That's why they did that. So if it wouldn't have been for that, that movie would have gotten better ratings and Jordan Sparks would be getting talked about more. With movies and moves like that, it really makes me mad. I love what GAC family is doing because they have the former CEO of Hallmark Mm -hmm. as their showrunner. That's why everybody's jumping over Mm -hmm. because everybody loves him. And what GAC family is doing is doing what Hallmark would never do. Hallmark would never forgive Lori Laughlin. Never. They, and they already said that because yeah. they, like, they're not, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to speak for them. I'm not the spokesperson, but I don't know if they intend to, Mm-mm. you know, include her in anything moving forward. With GAC family. I remember seeing their lineup. I'm like, you're doing a When Hope Calls movie? Okay, but I thought that was Hallmark. Hallmark gave up that series because it was a movie, a movie's not exclusive, when the CEO left. So he has the rights to that. So he can get that. Mm. He loves Lori so much. Mm. And yes, what Lori did was wrong. 100% wrong. But you got to forgive and forget. Well, the forget part's going to be pretty hard. I will, I will, but I understand the forget, like yeah. everyone, I understand like the whole forgiveness piece in terms of like, I mean, Chris Brown is back out here singing after what happened with him and Rihanna, you know, yeah, exactly. like, it's, it's just like people, we got to give people, give people a chance. And this is not in defense for what she did. Cause like you said, no. what she did was wrong, but some people may think it's too soon. I don't know. At the same point, I I feel like GAC, what they bring is a familiarity that people miss with what we're getting with Hallmark right now. Like, I feel like with these new Hallmark movies and just kind of the direction that they're going, they're losing the, I think they're throwing out the baby with the bathwater. I think they're trying to just rid itself and detox itself, if you will, of mm-hmm. any remnants of what could have been the old CEO the old leadership of Hallmark and it in honesty I think it's to their detriment because they have to acknowledge that something worked there was a reason why the fan base got so thick as it is and got so 
dedicated and loyal as it's been you have to give credit to bill for something that he he built something great and i think that and it's not even it's it it literally is a genesis quad like you can't you can't put words or numbers to it because it's following him to gac we're we're getting like we Mm -hmm. saw that with the autumn romance with jessica lounge and chad michael murray and we saw that throughout the string of much ado about christmas are you kidding come on are Come you on. kidding me, Noah? And giving me the home and family cast back to do a preview special? That was I, a chess move. <laughs> I, I that was missed, a chess move. I miss all of those preview specials. So I, I miss when, when they did those. When, when they stopped, I'm like, you, you really ticked me off. <laughs> and granted, when they did them, they aired at like 11 p.m. right after movie mm. granted they didn't get the ratings but then again what GAC family's doing is something that Hallmark isn't doing people complain that Hallmark shows too many sitcoms the problem is they show the, the sitcoms that they've aired for so many years the Golden Girls I love me the Golden Girls so 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 much so much I love Frasier I love Reba, but I'm sorry. You're taking off I Love Lucy for Reba. Yes, you're trying to draw in a new crowd, but I'm sorry. There's nobody up at five o'clock in the morning to watch Reba. My my grandma was so mad when they took her Lucy off mm. because she loved her and she she's grown, grown up with her so much. And I know for a fact that that got the best ratings for them in regards to television in the morning. Oh, wow. Okay. And just because they, what GSA family is doing is the shows that get the best ratings for them, they're doing marathons for Oh, on the weekends. Yeah. Because they stopped playing their Christmas movies. I miss them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I know that they, they are forgiven Lori because now they're showing Full House and Fuller House, and Lori will always be Aunt Becky. What Hallmark did is they they threw out a, was it a 14, 13, 14 mystery series with her garage sale mysteries, and they throw them all the way and, and say, we, we, we have nothing with her, which means you you also throw, throw away countless Christmas films that you have with her. So they, yeah. And what what they're doing now is I think they wanted to have Olivia Jade, her daughter, a part of the Hallmark family. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dear Hallmark. I hope this episode is just the beginning. I hope it sparks some thoughts and provokes some thoughts that you may not have had before. No, in no way um, is this an all-encompassing conversation. There's definitely more to be talked about and more can be said. But as I said earlier, this is just a little snippet. 
And I would love to hear what you guys think. You can do so by leaving me a voice message. There is a link in the show notes where you're able to leave 60 seconds worth of your thoughts. And again, I would love to know what you guys think. And also, I want to say this is a a big episode because it officially puts us at 100 episodes, which is crazy. I would have never thought that. First of all, it was be this it was this quick. I mean, we started in August and now it's April and we're already at 100 episodes. I I blame the Christmas season for that all those Christmas movies. But not only do are we at 100 episodes for the podcast, but we are also at 1000 followers on Instagram. And so, I want to thank every last one of you who have listened, who have supported who have engaged with the content, be it YouTube, Instagram, and even who have left voice messages on the podcasts. Those who have rated and reviewed the podcast, thank you so, so, so much. It truly is a dream of mine that I'm even doing this in the first place. You couldn't pay me to think that, like, that this, like, you couldn't pay me to think this last year that by this year, I will be doing what I'm doing right now. So I am truly grateful and thankful to and for you guys. And I look forward to bringing you more content, more episodes, more YouTube videos um, in the coming weeks, months and years. So you guys, please be sure to follow Dear Hallmark on Instagram, follow the Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already, and rate and review the podcast if you haven't already, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So you guys, I love you all. Um, tomorrow we have an interview with the fabulous Miss Latanya Williams. And um, then we have an ep- we have uh, the new movie that she's going to be in, Warming Up to You, which stars Cindy Busby and Christopher Russell. That's going to kick us off for our main movies. So you guys, I look forward to talking with you in future episodes. And with that, I'll say ciao, my friends.